we're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. You're listening to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel, registered dietitian, founder of Nutritional Freedom, and total stationary nerd who's sharing episodes each week to help you ditch diets and get healthy for good. We'll dive into what really works when it comes to creating sustainable nutrition and health habits, ways to improve your body image, and how all of this helps you live a life that's in alignment with your values. Because that's what really matters, right? Let's dive in. there. Welcome back to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel. I've never said that before. I think I say it on the intro, but typically I don't do much of an intro on these episodes. Should I start doing an intro? I was thinking that I wish I had more, you know, anecdotes and stories, but life kind of feels like Groundhog's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, recording the podcast has become quite an exciting um, feature of my week. I don't know. Do y'all feel that way? Is, Is every day kind of very similar for you? That's how I feel. Do I have any great stories for you? Well, um, recently I set back up my standing desk. This was a desk that I bought. Well, it's not exactly a desk. It's kind of a thing you put on top of your desk so that then you can put your laptop or computer on top of that, and then you can stand. And it's called Ready Desk. I can link it down below. And I bought it when I was working at Snap Kitchen in an office environment because I was just sitting all day. And, you know, then I left Snap, started Nutritional Freedom, and put the Ready Desk, I kind of broke it down and put it in my closet and just never really thought to take it back out. I was always, you know, on calls, on walks. I was never really at my desk all that much, or I'd go to a coffee shop. And then Corona hit and now I'm pretty much just at my desk all day long. And I think my chair, my desk chair, it's so cute. It is so cute. I think it was from West Elm. I don't remember, but it's so cute and so not ergonomic. I think if like a chiropractor came to my house, that would be super weird. I actually wish they made house calls. That would be amazing. I'm sure there's someone. But anyway, if a chiropractor came to my house and saw the way that I sit in this chair, they would probably tell me that all of my, you know, woes were related to it. And I think that's true because I'd been having like crazy hip pain and glute pain and like my kind of rib, I have a 
kind of chronic. I think it's called costochondritis, which is like, well, I don't even, I think I just diagnosed myself with that, but basically I get rib pain and and that's why I have a relationship with the chiropractor and I just like pop my ribs back in place. But typically it's from fitness and I haven't really been working out super hard or doing things that flare it up. And so I was wondering like, why am I having all this pain? And I thought, you know what, let me just get the standing desk back out and put it on top of my desk and see how it goes. And let me tell you, it's been less than 48 hours and I have to say my feet hurt. (laughs) So I'm getting one of those like anti-fatigue mats, but my feet hurt, but the rest of my body feels so much better. So not, not to brag or show off, but I'm actually standing right now as I record this. And I actually feel like more energized. I feel like I'm like giving a Ted talk or something. Okay. So let's get into this episode because it is going to be hot fire flames. All right. Today's episode, I titled it the myth of the comfort zone, but you want to know what I really wanted to title it. Originally, this episode was going to be entitled screw your comfort zone. And then I decided that that was potentially a little harsh and not so black and white, okay? Because your comfort zone isn't inherently a bad place. And in fact, in its truest sense, your comfort zone serves a a real purpose. So in preparation for today's episode, I looked up the definition of comfort zone. That's like a really fun thing to do when you are thinking and talking about a concept is to look up the definition and see what does Merriam-Webster have to say about this idea. And so they define comfort zone as a place or situation where one feels safe or at ease and without stress. So see, like your comfort zone is metaphorically and sometimes literally a place where you feel safe. So I went to Wikipedia. I was like, maybe Wiki has something else to say. Wikipedia says a comfort zone is a psychological state, interesting, in which things feel familiar to a person and they are at ease and perceive they are in control of their environment. They experience lower levels of anxiety and stress. And in this zone, a steady level of performance is possible. Okay, that is fantastic. Feeling at ease, steady performance, these are all amazing things, as I would imagine most (laughs) mental health professionals would agree here. But here's the thing. In my work with our clients in nutritional freedom, I will hear people reference their comfort zone, and it is a total misnomer, okay? It's like, hey, I'm eating an orange, and then I look, and it's actually an apple. It's just the wrong thing. It's the wrong name, (laughs) (laughs) So a client will tell me about, you know, her boss is a jerk and she's been at this stressful job for three years. And I'll say, well, why don't, why don't you leave or or do something? She'll say, well, it's my comfort zone. (laughs) Or I'll hear from another client who, you know, said that being in a cover up on the beach on vacation was her comfort zone, but she felt totally out of place and like a little sweaty being the only one not in a bathing suit. So here's a distinction. What you're used to, your past, your history, that is not your comfort zone necessarily, right? It's not necessarily 
where you feel at ease without stress and can steadily perform. Having a terrible boss is stressful and anxiety-inducing. It does not make for great performance. Remember, Wikipedia told us that steady performance is part of being in your comfort zone. And having a terrible boss who makes you feel stressed out and anxious probably isn't going to to lead there, okay? Not, Not your comfort zone, so don't call it that. Feeling your boob sweat drip down your body under a heavy, dark cover-up while you're wondering if everyone's judging you and your body, that is not what it feels like to be at ease. Being at ease is like you're in your bathing suit, you feel the wind on your skin, and you feel free and you're gallivanting in the ocean. That is at ease, okay? And so I have a feeling that this kind of misnaming may be true for you too. And that's why I wanted to talk about the myth of the comfort zone on today's episode. Okay, so here's some examples that I see and hear all the time. So you may say that emotional eating is your comfort zone, but it's followed by this wash of guilt every time it happens. Okay, you may think that you know, sitting on your couch at home is your comfort zone, but you are constantly scrolling through fitness feeds on Instagram, wishing that you could be quote unquote that person. Or maybe you don't date because you're scared of putting yourself out there and leaving your comfort zone. But at your core, you're lonely and you want partnership. So in that case, In that case, when you're calling something that is so deeply uncomfortable, your comfort zone, that is when I say, screw your comfort zone. Screw your comfort zone if it is only creating the myth of real comfort. Here's the thing. In many cases, you're staying in your comfort zone because you're scared of feeling uncomfortable. You don't want to feel uncomfortable. No one wants to feel uncomfortable. By the way, it's like a very normal, natural human thing. But if you were really being honest with yourself, you'd realize you're already uncomfortable, right? You're in the cover-up. Your boobs are sweating. You're feeling insecure. You're feeling uncomfortable, but you're too scared to take your cover-up off because you're scared you're going to feel uncomfortable. Well, guess what, sister? You're already feeling uncomfortable, so choose. Choose the one with less boob sweat. Jeez. (laughs) You get to choose. So do you choose the discomfort of your comfort zone? I'm doing air quotes over here. The one that you know isn't working for you. Or do you choose the discomfort of potential? Okay. And with potential, listen, anytime there's potential, there's always the opposite. There's always potential for failure. But there's also the potential for growth that you know isn't currently available to you in your comfort zone. And here's the thing about failure, by the way. I think we will likely do an entire episode about failure, but here's kind of the spark notes. Failure is another thing that we have these weird definitions for, but it doesn't actually have to mean anything. Failure can just mean you're going to try again. Failure can just mean that you learn something. Failure can just mean that you get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. We were not put on the planet to feel comfortable 
all the time. And chances are that's not the life that you want for yourself anyway. I know you listening, you're intelligent, you are a hard worker, you're a high achiever. You're seeking out discomfort because you know it's going to serve you in other areas of your life. So why are you holding yourself back with this lie of a comfort zone? Okay, let your favorite coffee shop be your comfort zone. But but don't act like the job that you hate is your comfort zone. Don't act like having a dysfunctional relationship with food is your comfort zone because you're not comfortable. And that's actually a very good thing, by the way. I know this sounds kind of crazy, but it's a very good thing because what this shows, if you've been uncomfortable in your comfort zone for a long time, guess what that tells me? It tells me you have a lot of resilience. You're very good at feeling uncomfortable. That's a really good thing. And, it, and you should see it that way too. You should see, oh my gosh, I've been telling myself that this is my comfort zone, but I'm so uncomfortable. And this whole time I've been scared of doing something different because I don't want to feel uncomfortable. Well, guess what? I'm already uncomfortable. So I can do that. Okay. Heck yes. That should create some confidence. <laughs> I know it's it's kind of um, counterintuitive, but it should create some real confidence. Guess what, girl? You've been uncomfortable this whole time and the world didn't end. Don't you deserve to experience a form of uncomfortable with far more upside for you? I, I think so. I think you deserve that. I think you deserve that potential. I think you deserve to see how that plays out for you. And guess what? You know what else I think you deserve? I think you deserve that if and when you fail, you embrace it, that you learn from it, that you commit to growing from it and to just letting it be a sign to try again, to try something different, to try something new. So what's your choice? Do you choose the discomfort of your comfort zone, this space, whether it's literal, metaphorical, psychological, the space that you know isn't working for you, or do you choose the discomfort of potential? What is your choice? Listen, there are ways of making that discomfort of change, of growth, and new things less uncomfortable and less painful. And, and one of those ways is to get the support, the accountability, and the guidance along the way so that your, your hand is being held through the journey and you're getting to go through it more efficiently, more effectively, and with, frankly, fewer pitfalls, right? Being guided by experts in the support of a community. And that is exactly why we crafted foundations the way we did, all right? So we are in the final days of enrollment when this podcast lands in your subscription box. Is that, is that what we call it? Anyway, in the last few days of enrollment, finishing up enrollment in June of 2020 for our next round of foundations. So if you're ready to leave your comfort zone of a less than optimal relationship with food and your body, and if you want to learn to ditch diets and get healthy for good with that support, Go ahead and apply. Head to nutritionalfreedom.co slash programs. I will look through your application. I'll reach out to you to book a discovery call if I feel like it's a fit. And then we get to kind of decide together, okay, where do we want to go? Do we want to work together through this program? 
Have a wonderful rest of your week. If you feel so inclined, I would love if you left a rating and a review on this podcast. Those have just like lit up my life. I check it more than um, is probably normal because it's just so fun to read. Um, and if you have, you know, suggestions, if you have guests you'd like to hear on the podcast, if you have episode ideas, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I've got my profile linked down below. And of course, if you have a friend, a family member, a woman in your life who maybe needs to get out of her discomfort zone and into the the new comfort zone of of potential and growth, then send it her way. I, I would love to meet her. All right. Have a great rest of your week and I will see you next time. Thank you.